I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's me, it's me, it's the D-O-double-G, the road dog, Jesse James, and by my side, as always, is that B-A-double-D-A-double crooked letter, badass, Billy Gunn, together we are the New Age Outlaws, and you're listening to the VOC Nation, and if you ain't down with that, he's got two words for you, suck it. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, who you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer The Maestro, Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact, Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, and former Philly radio personality Bruce Wirt. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern, and, of course, In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. And, by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter, too, at VOCNation. I got that nerd rage. Nerd rage, I got that nerd rage. It's been a change in ownership, an insurrection, and more Bernie memes than you can shake a frozen stick at. And that uneasy, queasy, bloated feeling you're feeling right now means it's that time of the month. Oh, it's time! It's time! It's time! Joining me once again, we can't, I can't do it without these people. The single finest authoress I've ever known in my life, usually when I'm associated with a woman online with three X's in her title, I have to pay overtime, but this time, for only one week, I'm getting it for free. Ladies and gentlemen, this woman has no idea what the hell is going on because in the present because she's so busy writing about the past. Author of the upcoming book, Tell Me Who I'm Supposed to Be, Foxy Foxy! And man, when she does that, her boobs look so good on camera. Joining her is her better half, the dynamic dragon, dojo, Deadpool, daddy. And the one man, when a private investigator comes to his home, automatically points to his neighbors, Mr. Damien Dragon. Hey, what's up? May I say, Damien, that your boobs also look fantastic. I was getting that. Yes. That's a flat day. And Johnny is always a gynecologist, Chico. My boobs are always fantastic. 
Yes. So we're here. We're queer. Get used to it. Dan, speaking of queer, take us away. Oh, if you only knew. I do. So, so, fuck you, Craig. So, to enjoy, to to address the elephant in the room, uh, I was challenged to do something. I forgot. I fucked up. I fucked up. But you? Yeah, no, me. You know, I don't do anything with. The, I don't do anything. Why would I? You know, man, I do nothing. Man of no, no responsibilities or I. You know, I have nothing on my plate. Trying to buy a house, looking at houses. <laughs> pandemic um but i want damien to know how serious i am about this and how serious i am about um this happening on the next episode is i've actually created if you're looking on twitch right now i've actually created a countdown for this (laughs) oh that's awesome that's awesome fam oreo burger in three weeks, six days, 23 hours, and 52 minutes and seven seconds of this recording. So I just want to let you know that I'm not backing out, that I tried to make it good today, and the person who delivered my food didn't find or get the spam. Uh, but I do have Oreos now, so that's awesome. Uh, so <laughs> next next month, that next episode, unfortunately, God damn it, I will be eating... <laughs> Um, hey, minus the mail. We said minus the mail. Yes, I, and, and let me be clear. There's no fucking mail going near this mouth. The only mail going near this mouth is one you have to work for. Thank you very much. Um, and yeah. Matt, yeah, Matt, what the fuck am I doing to myself? I don't know. Ask Damien. He's the one that challenged me. Anyway, I wanted to address that in the room and show you guys that I wasn't backing out, that I am committed. It, it There is a live countdown that I will share the link to anybody who doubts me to keep track of it. When the show starts next week after intros, I'll be eating into the most vile thing that I've ever put my mouth on since that one woman in Delaware I hung out with. Thank you very much. <laughs> you got to promote this, like, across all your shows. All <laughs> gonna, I have that saved, so I'm going to put it to the this bottom. Is cross, this is a cross-show event. Yeah, every every show, I'm going to stick that fucking countdown, god damn it, on the screen to show everybody that I'm eating... This fucking thing. <laughs> I'm telling you, if, I'm telling you now, if it's if it's if, if the reactions turn out really good, I'm gonna still frame it, and it's gonna be a nerd herder shirt. Are you kidding? It's oh oh that oh okay. yeah the burger. Listen <laughs> again, I put anyway. Let's talk not talk about things going to my mouth anymore. There's the stories I could share. Uh, please, <laughs> somebody take this goddamn show over. Other people need to write books. Yeah, seriously. That's true. The stories that you have to tell, man. <laughs> this is the kind of content we get when one of us writes a book, and yes, we are on the right path. Who the hell would write a book of this group? Ah, I don't know. Someone who, uh, you what? know. <laughs> you what? I what? That's man. a goal. That's something we definitely need to talk about. Uh, if only we had a platform upon which to do so. Um, yes. But it's uh, we're back, uh, folks. In case you hadn't noticed, um, with our once a month uh, purge of things that are all nerds and geekdom, um, we have several variety of topics that uh, we've been sorted up for uh, a month at a time. Mm-hmm. We've addressed the the uh, pachyderm in the on the podcast. Um, that's the equivalent, the online equivalent of elephant in the room, the pachyderm in the podcast. 
heavy alliteration. You got to know that. Damien Dragon, Deadpool, yes, Dojo, sir. Dynamite. Oh, whatever. Why don't we start it off? Since you had the most topics to uh, to discuss, I've got some topics to, to discuss. Yes. Dan already discussed his topic, so go for it. And you'll the right, well, you distinguished dragon. Awesome. Well, I, again, I kept it a little light. I mean, it was kind of a, a semi-light month and everything like that. You know, and we're not going to talk about all the downer moments. We know them all already, so we've already been there, done that. Um, so I only kept it down a couple because I know you guys have some news bits as well. So, And then before, because Miss Foxy came up with the main topic this evening that we'll go into it a little, little later. All right. So starting out with um, – HBO Max is pretty much just, like, on fire, and they kicked it off pretty good this month, at the beginning of the month. Um, now, I know a lot of people, especially us, like, we get stuck watching Cartoon Network quite a bit. Why did that be? I know, right? Um, and Cartoon Network's main two fallbacks right now, which seem to be marathon all day, every day, is Teen Titans Go, which we used to like, but now we're sick of it, wow. and Amazing World. World of Gumball, which we used to like, but we're starting to get a little tired of it. <laughs> the theme songs one more time. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, God. oh. Yeah. I mean, they play Gumball so much they don't even play the intro. Even Teen Titans is like kind of skips the intros now. Yeah. So, wow. for those of you that miss like the early Cartoon Network, the early 2000s when it was like really, really good, you had some good original shows and it was a variety. Well, HBO Max is now streaming Ed, Ed and Eddie. Courage the Cowardly Dog, Dexter's Labs, and more of those classic Cartoon Network originals that we loved in the early 2000s. Dexter's Labs? Yeah. No shit. Mm-hmm. Did imaginary cult Monster <laughs> Friends, is that? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that was on there. Is one of those there? <laughs> Funko Pops for those. They just announced Funko Pops for Foster. Yeah, I know which one you don't want. She hated Blue. Blue is such an asshole. Wow. She couldn't stand Blue with a passion. Because they have Eduardo. Yeah, she loved Eduardo. Eduardo she loved. But, yeah, so those classic early 2000 Cartoon Network shows are now streaming on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess keeping with HBO Max, um, they had their teaser, their first teaser trailer this, um, this month, which led into a slightly larger trailer today pretty much announcing that everything coming to the theaters will be available on HBO Max on the same day they release in theaters. Now, this is pretty huge. This is like the first time ever something like this is really happening in full fruition. Now, the reason why I wanted to kind of touch on this for a moment is it it brings back a question that we kind of started talking about um, during the pandemic and early when we started redoing this is, do you guys see this as the beginning of what we were talking about as potentially the end of movie theaters? That like now this is a full blown option. To I don't gotta go to the theater. I could watch it at home on the same day it comes out with any problems. Yeah, um, I, that, so that was my fear. Like, yeah, that's my fear because one one of the things, one of the few things I miss about interacting with other humans <laughs> is going to um, a movie theater. And enjoying seeing something of a of a scope on the big screen. As disappointed as we all were with Wonder Woman eighty four, I would have given anything to have seen that on the big screen. Uh, just just to be clear, uh, that uh, not everybody was disappointed with that movie. Okay, 
Um, as, as underwhelming as it performed, um, it, still seeing it, even if it was the greatest thing I've ever seen or the worst thing I've ever seen, I wanted to see that in a theater. These movies coming out on HBO Max, I want to see in a theater. I know Little Things with uh, Denzel and Jared Leto is coming out. Uh, the big um, reveal, the big trailer, the long-awaited Kong vs. Godzilla trailer. Yeah, that's, that's a theater movie. That's, that's a, a theater, theater movie, movie right there. I will actually – I will not even see that on HBO Max as much as I'm looking forward to that since, you know, I was a wee, a wee lad. I'm going to see that in a the movie theater no matter how long it takes. And that I definitely agree because, like, my, our middle son has only been to the movie theater once. Wow. And the one movie we made sure he saw in the theaters was the last Godzilla movie. It's okay. like, all right, you want to see Godzilla? Everybody knows he's a Godzilla fanatic. He can tell you everything about it better than adults. Mm-hmm. So we were like, all right, if you're going to go to the movies for a, for a movie, you're going to see Godzilla in the movie theater. And let me tell you, and then leading up to it, it was kind of cute, too, because he was like, oh, you know, Daddy, how big is it going to be? You know, he only knows our TV by comparison, which is like 49 inches. So he's like, oh, I was like, he's about the size of our wall. I was like, <laughs> just wait till you get there. <laughs> it was just like, and we sat like the perfect seating, like right in the middle and everything like that. The theater was practically empty, and it was just like, like, there's the part, you know, spoiler alert, and if you haven't seen it, oh, well, it's like, how long later? You know, when, wow. like, Godzilla kind of disappears in the water, and all of a sudden he just goes zooming right by the glass window while in the I mean, he jumped about a mile high. <laughs> he jumped about a mile high when that part happened. But it, it really, like, put him into it. Like, you know, he loves the movies, and we watch them on TV, and he gets into it. But to see his hero, because Godzilla's his hero. Godzilla is our son's hero. Godzilla's his spirit. Is his spirit animal. But to see Godzilla on a large screen gave him a better, I like feeling of really getting into it. So I definitely agree with you that like Kong, Godzilla, that's a theater movie, man. Like certain movies you got to see in a theater. Yes. What are you gonna say, Dan? I want a point of order. Uh, first of all, uh, by the way, uh, all the chat, all of our listeners and viewers are now live on the screen. I, I can't point to it on this side of the screen. Right here where my hands are. So everybody is able to interact with us live on screen as well. Matt says King of the Monsters was awesome in theaters. Um, for some reason, Danny told Foxy to calm down. Yeah, Foxy, calm down. Yeah, calm oh, down, damn you. Don't, don't tell me to calm down. Oh, shit. No, wait, hey, when she's wearing a shirt like that, she can do whatever she wants. Yeah, right. Uh, Look at that shirt. We're getting ratings on this one. We are getting clicks on yeah, it's funny because the shirt actually says nothing but, but trouble, trouble. It, and I have a lot of trouble tonight. Here, here's the thing. I saw the shirt, and I was like, don't reference the shirt because obviously you're looking. And I was like, obviously you're looking. <laughs> but the first thing I thought was that awesomely bad Dan Aykroyd movie, okay. Nothing But Trouble, that I have on DVD. Um I love the debut of Tupac Shakur. It was the debut of Tupac Shakur. Yes, I. Uh, the only part I hated about that is him trying to play organ on that song. Stop it. Anyway. Um, all the world, same song. <laughs> all the no, Dan. No, Dan. It's a great movie. It's, it, it's got moments of brilliance, but it's otherwise Dan should not write movies off coke. But anyway, no. um, <laughs> back to the movie theater things before ADD completely off the tracks here. Um, it's really weird. Uh, the digital thing I'm hot and cold on because there's no debating this. There's no discussing it. You are wrong. My side is correct. 
Movies don't look as good as they can if you buy the physical media. I know physical media has been dying and is going to die soon. I get it. I'm collecting and buying what I can for the eventual death. I gotcha. But I've watched 4K movies on digital, and then, because I am an audio-video guy, which will come into a discussion later, um, they look better on disc. So I'm not convinced 100% on the digital thing. The other thing is, is I don't like people. Yes. But I do miss the theater. I just said that. Right? I, I, no, I, no, I agree with you. I, 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 if, if you're going to feed me the movies at home, I'll watch them and support what I want to watch and, you know, the franchises I like. But if, Listen, as soon as I get these two shots, I'm going back to the goddamn theater. Because if I don't see Ghostbusters, which we'll talk about later, I, I already warned the world. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, the thing is, is I'm not going to worry too much about it because somebody with money, once there's – once enough people get in circulation with the vaccine and we, the, we start getting back to everything, somebody with money is going to pick up a failing theater and try to get it running again post uh non vaccine pandemic. You get what I'm trying to say? So I'm not yeah. I don't think they're dying. I don't think they're going anywhere. Somebody somewhere is going to try to run a movie theater. Uh I'm still not buying their food or drinks. But, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, exactly. But but I will go to the theater. Again. That see that's why I actually am digging this whole digital thing. Mm-hmm. And you know, putting them on the streaming networks like Disney Plus, simply because me personally, even pre-pandemic, there were tons of movies I would want to see, but I can't go. I don't have the time to go. I don't have the spare money to go. And then, of course, when you go, you get hungry and you do want to buy shit. But it comes down to time management. Last movie I think I saw in the theater was like Pitch Perfect Two, while I was pregnant with my second son. Wow. Yeah, and even that was, like, pulling teeth. Like, I don't get to go to the movies often at all, and I've missed out on so many. And, of course, when they come on cable, it's even, okay, when is it going to be on? Am I going to be able to sit down and actually listen to this? So I, I'm really digging the fact that these things are available mm-hmm. the same day as a theater release. And come the time theaters open, I hope this is something that remains. I I. I propose – I'm a nobody. Listen, I know my proposal doesn't mean shit. But I thought it would have been a good idea to – I said at the beginning of the pandemic on HIC the week, literally we were live as the NBA, uh, Rudy Gobert, and the NBA stuff was breaking when this first was like, uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to change workplace and entertainment and everything forever. Forever. Mm-hmm. There's no going back. You, There's somebody's going to try. Don't punch the microphone. Somebody's going to try, but there's no going back 100% to slave wages, uh, ignoring frontline workers, ignoring essential workers, uh, Damien. <clears throat> um, that, that's that's not happening anymore. We, If anybody sat here in the last couple months – and not to get super political about it, and watch everything unfold all over the world, but in this country, in the United States, it said, yeah, I can't wait to go back to normal. Uh, you're part of the problem. It's not happening. 
Uh, sports presentations are going to change. Movie presentations are going to change. I'm going to be honest, Craig. I don't mean to crap on your theater. I'm happy either way. If I have to go to the theater, I'm more than happy to go to the theater. If they're going to feed it to me digitally, I will pay what I, my proposal I was talking about. Say, hypothetically, Ghostbusters comes out in November. They release it in theaters, but it also gets released digitally before you can buy the Blu-ray. Guess what? I'm a fan. I'm definitely ordering the goddamn disc. I'm definitely buying the 50 toys that are already sitting over there. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to the deal on Spotify. Um, I will pay a premium price to have it for a month or a rental period. I don't care. I will give the studio money. Listen, I understand corporations damn the man, but I'm going to give Sony money for the fucking Ghostbusters. Um, yeah. So that's yeah. going to change. But if, if theaters is all, I'm for that too. I'm not going to talk about Ghostbusters too much. We're going to talk about that later because I have two. I'm going to go on a little bit about those two things, so kick it to me later. Okay. I didn't know you were a fan of Ghostbusters, so that's. Oh, you didn't news. know that? Oh, no, news to me. Oh, um, we we. Are you like hockey at all? No, 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 no. Okay. I also hate Alf. Yeah, well, we all we all hate Alf. Um, you, you touched son of a bitch. <laughs> you, you touched on it lightly uh, earlier, uh, Dame, about uh, uh, Kong versus Godzilla. They moved it back again. Um, First of mm. all, we we were oh, – well, fans like me were already upset because there was no trailer. You know, there hadn't been a trailer for the longest because we knew that the film was had been made and was done, so where the hell's the trailer? And then they give us a trailer, and a week later they say, well, we're going to push it back another week. So uh, what's y- – your thoughts on this? Are we? It, it's coming out, obviously, on HBO Max. We were just talking about it, even though it's a, a, a theater movie. Um pushing it back, does that change your uh, your desire to see it at all? Is it still the... Uh, oh, not in this house. Not in this household. <laughs> yeah, well, no, your, not son, in this your, household. your son's hero is a radioactive lizard, and that's great parenting. So, um, you, <laughs> you you have to indulge, you have to indulge the kid. But for you, as a Kong fan, though, you, you'd rather see that on the, uh, in your own home than, than on the big screen? A Godzilla fan. I'm on a Kong fan? Blasphemous. That's blasphemy. This is, this is a Godzilla. This is a team Godzilla house. I was going to chronological order. Kong came first. My apologies. Go ahead. I don't, don't look at me, Fox. I see that look there. Did you give me the side eye like like that? Wow, that hurt. You got side eye. You didn't even get side boob. Yeah, well, I'm still looking. <laughs> that's that's I'm really too late. Yeah, these guys are really looking. <laughs> the way monsters go, the monster, monster hierarchy in this house is Godzilla, Megalon. Cloverfield, oh. 
Kong is like so far down the. the I don't list. even think Kong's even on the Kong list. Kong ain't on the list. Kong's not on the list. Kong what about Chet Jaguar? No, okay. he's on the list. Okay. Jason Jet Jaguar. And then on top of that, because I was, I don't know if you guys saw, I posted yesterday. I kind of was going through my little '90s rabbit hole, and I was like, you know what? If there's ever a Japan anime slash movie that Jason's gonna get totally into, it's definitely The Giver. <laughs> and so I showed him to the today, showed him the trailer today, and he's like. Dad, we watched the guy with you this weekend. I was like, yeah, we can watch the guy with you this weekend. I was like, Jason, there's ever an anime Japanese cartoon for you? This is the one. I've never this seen is it. The I'm, I'm ashamed of myself. Don't be, don't be ashamed of yourself for that, Dan. There's other things. There's other things that you should be ashamed about for it. There's yeah. plenty of other things. Yeah. I said Megalon, Matt. I said Megalon. Okay? That's the only, actually, the only Godzilla movie I had on tape. Yes, kids, I'm not old. Uh, when I was a kid, was uh, Godzilla vs. Megalon. I had that. Yeah, uh, that it, it actually uh, was a, a primetime uh, special on NBC. It was hosted by John Belushi. So um, weird. Yeah, back in uh, 1978. Um, yeah, I was like, where is the relation there? Yeah, I always bring it back around. Uh, Coke, for, Coke. For some reason, uh, Mecha Godzilla was seen in some of the trailers for um, Godzilla vs. Kong. So I don't know how they're going to work well, that actually, in. Well, here's the thing. We actually saw something before coming on today that uh, we didn't think of. Like, we totally blanked on it. We were like, holy – and Jace actually kind of picked it out as a possibility. Jace? Uh-huh. Well, after seeing King of the Monsters, literally while in the theater, Jace already had a prediction for what was going to come next based on the fact that they found Ghidorah's head. Okay. Where he's like, oh, so if they found Ghidorah's head, then that means in the next movie it's going to be like Mecha – Mecha King Ghidorah something. I don't know what he said. But, mm-hmm. you know. The half robot, half Ghidorah. Yeah, version. but we're just yeah, like, yeah. what? Okay. So, so we just saw a video pretty much like, okay, it could be Mecha Godzilla, but it also could be half robot, half It could be Ghidorah. Mecha King Ghidorah. Because mm-hmm. what was also proposed was that in, you know, the old Toho films. Yes. That um, Mecha actually wreaked havoc while wearing Godzilla's original skin. Which Jace also brought up. Okay. So there are a number of possibilities that we can go with here. Mm -hmm. I I think a lot of us are also just in that denial of of a... Godzilla being the the bad guy, yeah. Yeah, Because even though, yes, Godzilla is the bad guy and he has him forever, yes, we all know and accept (laughs) that. Just because he's bad guy doesn't mean bad guy. (laughs) And it's like, you know, everyone has grown such a fondness for Godzilla, especially with mm-hmm. the way the remakes have been. They've been stellar performance, well, per- performances. <laughs> and I tell you, man, that you know, Godzilla needs, a, needs an Oscar. Especially with the way the last one happened where he, you know, dominated and said he was the king of the monsters and he brought yeah. peace. It's like to have him go straight to villain because, you know, Americans are supposed to love Kong is kind of like the yeah. fuck. Oh, and to, to dispel a thing, because a lot of people were like, oh, well, maybe they do the dual endings or whatever like that. Actually, that is not true. A lot of people think there's a Japanese version in the original where Godzilla wins and there's an American version where Kong wins. That is actually not true. Toho themselves said, no, they only did one version, and it was the only version was Kong wins. There was never a separate ending where Godzilla wins ever filmed. Got it. Uh, oh, the five-year-old's caller. Hey, when that happened. Uh, also, my fifth grade book report was on Great Monsters of Japan. I got a B. That's awesome. Yeah. 
<laughs> I don't even know how Japan still uh, rebuilt after all the all that destruction. Between Godzilla, Ghidorah, Rodan, Mothra, it's amazing they're still standing. But it's Japanese technology. Um, I was going to say the um, next thing that well, you, did you guys cover all your? Did you get all your topics out, Dan? Uh, no, I got a couple other ones. But if you want to jump into something, go for it. No, you go, you go, you go. Or I'm sorry, Dan, I don't want to step on you. But do you want to stay on the whole del- the the delaying thing while we're at it? Because this what do you mean? Movie this is, is a great delayed. segue into Dan's favorite film of all time. Yes, the the movie's getting delayed. Segway. Oh, 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 you mean as as the main topic thing we were doing, or just in general? Because remember, we were talking about that. Because the main topic is going to have something to do with that. It's Ghostbusters. Right. Do we want to do that now or later? Then go for it. Okay. Okay. You already talked about it. Go for All it. Right. So I, I just wanted to tell you guys how my, my my state of things and how quickly it changed, and why I should probably talk to the psychiatrist again for the first time in twelve years. I'm both kidding and being serious. So last week, last week, God damn it, Damien, this is a serious goddamn discussion here. Stop touching her. <laughs> Actually, don't, don't touch her. Don't, we'll do that yeah, don't stop touching her. <laughs> hey, <we're> going. <laughs> we'll do that instead. Go um, on. So, <laughs> pay money. Um, so Ghostbusters got delayed again, which I we all knew it was going to happen. Anybody with half a brain. Knew it was gonna. They're gonna try to put it in theaters because they're gonna want that money. <laughs> Duh. They are trying to build a, fran- a Marvel-like franchise out of that. Since you know everybody had a problem with the last one and they couldn't do that, so they're doing it again and they're starting to. You know, they're cartoons, comic books again. They're going for the whole thing, so they want to release it premiumly. And that that brought me down. Real, real down. Real bad. Bad with oh, every. Yeah, yes, you knew, and because I messaged everybody, I said, I don't want to talk about it. And I, and I had no idea, so I definitely wasn't going to talk about it. Oh, I appreciate that, Craig. Thank you. I sometimes forget Craig's old, and I need to tell him things. Like, Craig, <laughs> this this happened. Oh, because he doesn't live. Up, yeah, he doesn't spend his time on social media for news because he's an intelligent person. <laughs> um, so, but I want to tell you, um, this uh, and a little tidbit. This is Dan's off-track moment of the week. Okay, mm-hmm. so Dan was down, real down, third-person shit here. Yes. And then the next morning, a little band from England, who you know used to be semi-popular, don't know who that would be. I guess they're called Genesis. Uh, Bay City Rollers. Okay. Yes, yeah, Bay City Rollers. Are they English? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Hey, you learned something new. If you're not learning something new, you're too old. Anyway, Genesis announced that this is how 2020 uh, started for me. New Ghostbusters movie announced. Genesis reunited. Oh, pandemic kills it. Okay, great. So I'm thinking that's dead. On the same day they announced, oh, not only is it dead, we're we're moving the tour dates back. We are starting this year. They released footage from their concert, rehearsal footage. And I got to say, for those who don't know, the short version is Phil can't stand anymore. Phil Collins, the guy, for those who are too young, Phil Collins is the guy who did the Tarzan soundtrack in 1999 for Disney. There, now we're all cut up. <laughs> He's had spinal cord issues and wrists and features. He's not standing anymore. So I was like, well, I'll go see him, but it's not going to be the same thing. And then they released the footage of the, sh- the stage show. And it made Dan happy again. 
they took all of the old school elements, and we're going to go on a little lesson here just to indulge me since this is nerd stuff here. Um, they took all of the things – they've literally combined every trick of the book they've ever used for live shows and have updated it and has presented an amazing-looking stage. I know you guys don't particularly care about the band. Like, you're like, oh, I know they're all – but I, I know – you know, I'm going to send you the footage you tell me that stage doesn't look awesome. So it got me fired up again, and it literally – that reinvigorated me. And I just want to say I want people to appreciate Genesis a little more past the music because anybody who's ever gone to a concert – I'm being serious here for a second, but goofy at the same time. This is, this is all fact. This, anybody can back this up. If you've ever gone to a concert and joined, enjoyed what the stage and the show looked like, you can thank Genesis, literally, for it. They are the reason that moving and color-changing lights were financed and created. 1981, the company called Shoko brought in the Vary Light One, the VL1, into their little studio in wherever England. I don't know, the farm, wherever town that's in. I forgot where it actually – I blanked on it. They brought in two lights into their garage, brought the band out in a rainy day. This is 1981. They turned them on. They moved simultaneously, changed colors, moved back into position. Phil tapped his manager on the shoulder and said, give them whatever they want. And thus, concerts were changed forever. They debuted in a bullring in Barcelona. <laughs> that is false. <laughs> What's the accent? I love it. Yeah, What's the accent? Well, if I say Barcelona, I sound like an asshole, so I try to – so anyway, full circle. Sorry, you sound like an asshole because I am. Full, coming full circle, the, the, the whole year outlook changed for me because this year has been hard on everybody in different ways. The last year, I mean, you know, calendar year. It's been hard on Damien for different reasons. It's been hard on Foxy for different reasons. It's been hard on Craig for reasons he's not discussed. It's been hard on me. And this gave me hope that I had with the vaccine and little things. Ghostbusters, like, no, no, it's coming out. And then, oh, God, it's coming out late. And then Genesis, I was like, you know what? I think everything's going to be fine. So I just wanted to bestow some nerdy knowledge a little off track this week since this nerd herd is. And I don't usually take control. I figured this was my time because I can't mention it on a wrestling podcast. It's so I appreciate it. This is awesome because, you know what, it also just goes to show that, like, you know, things have been shit. Yeah, but, like, sometimes it takes something like that, a fandom, to, like, just reinvigorate you. And, like, I was just like, (laughs) that was my look. It's the same thing. When Ghostbusters 2016 came out, I know everybody hated the trailer, but it was that teaser trailer that came out the day before that was teasing the trailer was coming out the next day, and the little piano notes at the end did the Ghostbuster thing. I was like, <laughs> you know, I was like, yes, I'm at dance back, baby, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I get it. I absolutely love that. That was Damien with the Mass Effect 4 trailer. Oh, my God. I almost, cry. I almost cried. I, yeah. I was just Because, like, I, I sat there watching it, and I know it was no, a shit day, no less. It was, it was a, a horrible, day. horrible, horrible day. Mm-hmm. Seth was in bed there, and then she even told the kids the story that she told, because, like, kids know how much I have a passion for Mass Effect. I mean, if, if anybody had any doubts about my passion for Mass Effect, 
I had serious doubts, Damien. No <laughs> more. Yeah, no more. No, you and I never talk about Mass Effect at all. Oh, I, I mean, you know, my only my retirement gear looked like N7 armor. <laughs> but, um, no, like, that trailer came out, and, like, she's watching me, and, like, no lie, like, my eyes welled up. I was ready to cry, and I was like... And then it ended, and he got all sque- He did the whole thing you did, the squeakies and the squeeze. And I was like, oh, my God. And I watched it, like, how many times again afterwards? I don't even remember. In 24 hours, I watched it over, because I was like, oh, my God, that's so... That, oh, my God, this... Oh, my God. I was like, I was like picking every Easter egg that was in there, and I was like, I'm ending this Easter battle. I was like, the whole way. <laughs> I'm getting everything. But, yeah, I mean, and it was like, the same thing happened this week. Like, you know, she and I have been having a very rough month and everything like that um, in terms of certain things. But, like, you know, we're cool, but just in general, like, family life. And, like, just this week alone, like, I just was randomly up a night or two ago, two nights ago, and that's when I was, like, I came across, like, the uh, the image documentary that I popped. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. I forgot to watch that. And I watched it, and it was – and the thing is, I was in high school when – and it's funny because I was, like, telling – I was, like, it's funny how, like – Pre like huge internet, you know, we were just getting AOL this, you know, them fucking sounds, and everything like that. Like internet wasn't wasn't a big thing yet, but somehow we found out all these things. Like everything that was going on within Marvel and Image, and I was in I was in high school at the time. Like we knew everything. We had our own table. I went to LaGuardia High School for the Arts, so the art geeks, of course, were also the comic book geeks. You know, so we knew all the stuff going on, but to actually see like and get the real deep inner details. It was, like, really, really good. So that started, like, literally a nine. Like, I'm a big lover of the 80s, but, you know, the 90s had his good stuff, too. And it literally has started, like, a 90s rabbit hole for me this week, where I was like, man, Cyber Force was an awesome comic. I think I'm going to pick up one of those things and see how that goes. And then I, you know, Guyver. Oh, my God, I remember watching Guyver, so now I'm like, Guyver, I need to put that in the man cave and like that. So it's like, but it, was, it brought, like, this whole nice little... Nostalgia. Nostalgia and joy and good feeling that was, like, so desperately needed. Sometimes in order to find out what you need as an adult, you need to go back to what your inner child loved. Yeah. And side note, we are on two different spectrums when it comes to love in the 90s. Yeah, you were a music. You're all cyber force and whatever the hell Giver is, and I'm sitting here like, get crunch and and shit. Oh, you guys off air one day or whatever like that, or maybe we'll put it on there. We gotta have the Transformers discussion with her. That's always a fun one. We have to. <laughs> well, what part? <laughs> the the Transformers. Oh, the Transformers one's a great one with her. There's even a video of her impersonating a Transformer. It's hilarious. The movies or the show? I don't. Is this positive or negative? Transformers as a whole. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. The concept of Transformers as a whole. I I am Transformers in that. There are already Transformers in that. The whole concept of the Transformers is Yeah. I mean, the battle happens. Optimus Prime has to die. He has to be resurrected. He has to say something about of all beings in Cybertron, and then he kills Megatron. No, no, it, it, okay. it's it's deeper than that. It's a whole other show. Oh, wait, no, okay. we should do it. Uh, yeah. Out of all the things that we need to do together, I'll put the transfer. I put the Transformers conversation where you guys put King Kong. Okay. Um. Uh, Fox, I wanted to ask you, uh, since you have a unique perspective, since you talked about uh, going back to um, re-energize or reinvigorate yourself, you're on a journey right now because you're 
in the middle of writing your book, so you're going back a lot. Are you, as you're going back combing through your life and your various guises through the 80s, 90s, I guess, from are you going to, from your wrestling career or from puberty to adultery? <laughs> I mean, it's on a technicality, it's all, it's both. Okay. On a technicality. Yeah, but when you're but when you're going back into these decades, are you finding something in the eighties, nineties that you're that kind of resonates with you now, or do you you, you did you rediscover something that you? Oh my God, absolutely! I rediscovered so much that I was like, I used to love this. Why did I stop? Mm-hmm. Didn't you just go like McCary and just like like got like yes. a side style of dress or something oh like that? Yeah, the 90s? like for some reason, like because right now, <laughs> right now I'm in two thousand six, but okay. I was as I'm my late nineties, two thousand writing bit. I'm like. Why did I stop rocking flames? Flames were the <laughs> shit, you know? So I, I hopped onto the thrift app, uh, Mercari, Mercari, mm-hmm. whatever it's called. And I'm like, oh, my God, I had that pink flames knit hat. Why did I get rid of it? I rebought it. <laughs> or, like, down to just the fashion. Like, I, I have baby doll dresses. I have saved on the Mercari, the Mercari app Y2K fashion. And I'm, yeah, I'm, like, going down these fashion rabbit holes of, I could actually wear these now because, like, you know. I can't get yelled at by my mom. My mom won't yell at me for being something too short and slutty. I can actually fill this out now. Where am I going to wear it? I don't know, but I can own it now. So, oh, yeah. (laughs) Foxy, Danny said, wait until you go through your old Amazon orders like I did. I try. I started. I actually started, and believe it or not, all my old Amazon orders are birthday and Christmas I, gifts for this. I did. You know what? You know what the first thing is? <laughs> Wait, you're gonna guess. Guess what the first purchase is? It's not Ghostbusters. Oh, take a guess. Something from the Flyers. No, no, it's a Genesis DVD. <laughs> uh. We were getting there. We were getting there. We were on the right track. There was only one left. There was only one left. Genesis DVD and then a bunch of Peter Gabriel shit that got released in 2002. <laughs> That's when I opened Amazon. I'm sorry. I'm late to the party. It's all good. So were we. Yeah. Oh, my God. I loved how this turned out, though. I loved this nostalgia talking. Oh, good. Oh, is that Craig? Was that smart-ass comment? I don't have a smart-ass comment. Okay. Well, I do have – well, there is one news tidbit I do want to throw out here, and this is actually one that was for Craig because Craig's a big Batman fan. No, oh. I did. I did. If we're going to toss this out, at least let me get this one out for Craig. He likes Batman? No. I, I am learning something new every month about my friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was so white, girl. <laughs> well, is it really? For sure. Like, oh, my God, that was so light. <laughs> show, show, us the, show us my favorite game again. Chris, get off. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway. All right. Yeah. So um, it has been pretty much confirmed mm-hmm. that Michael Keaton's Batman will reportedly, uh, other than getting his own saga, uh-huh. will be the main Batman in the entirety of the DCEU as they're actually going to be doing two Batman uh, sagas simultaneously. So we have the Robert Pattinson one, uh-huh. but now we're also going to have the Michael Keaton saga. And, but Michael Keaton's Batman is apparently the is going to be recognized as the main Batman. Uh-huh. And apparently he, there's been no confirmation in terms of what he is going to do Batman-wise. Mm-hmm. There's speculation, is it going to be Batman Beyond, and he's going to be the old Bruce Wayne? But then there's also speculation, well, is he going to do The Dark Knight, which is also the older Bruce Wayne, you know, grizzled up. 
veteran and I said, so awesome. You just broke the news to me that I've apparently missed. Yeah. This is official? So yes, this is, this is actually official from uh, people that are involved with an area like that. Keaton is the main Batman in the DC Cinematic Universe. He's the main one. And then everything else will be like the Elseworlds. But, uh, yeah, we're actually going to be getting two Batman sagas simultaneously when it comes to the, the DC Universe. Okay. What, what happened? You all right there, Dad? Yeah, no, I'm fine. I'm I'm asking Poppy what's, what's up with her. Yeah, what's what happened to you? I'm thinking. All right, so a little, okay, so a little behind the scenes thing here. Yes. What looks to be our couch is actually our sofa bed. I do. Okay. We have a small one for the house. We have two small bedrooms. Kids get the priority. They get the bedrooms. Yeah. We stay on a sofa bed in the living room, which is cool with us because all the games and all the books and the TV and everything is in here. So where else would we want to be? But other than in here. So unless company comes over, the sofa bed stays open all the time. Gotcha. But from the culmination of us sitting, but then sometimes when the kids come over here and they ransack our pillows and everything like that, the upper portion where, like, your head's supposed to go, the mattress completely goes, <laughs> then it's in. Did that make so her, so, yeah. <laughs> It does that too. So what you were seeing was her trying to get out of the hole that is the head of our oh, sofa bed, okay. which actually I, we're sitting on. I just thought it was swallowing you whole, so you had to leap your way out. That's right, pretty much. Okay. Matt, in, what? Hold, hold on. Matt says, what the fuck is DC doing just competing against itself? That's not how it works. You can have two things. It'll be fine, I promise. You know, Star Wars had Solo and, and, and whatever the fuck that Rogue One movie came out at the same time. I promise it's going to be okay. I promise you can get DC okay. off. Okay, sorry, Buckwheat. Uh, you can get off of DC's fucking dick now. Everybody. Jesus fucking Christ. Just enjoy there it. There we go. Or shut the fuck up. Okay, well, see, what, what happened with the DC fans or comic book fans in general, they've been marvelized so much where there's one continuous continuity story and where DC has gone a different – I mean, it's, at one point, we had three different Joker projects going on at the same time. And for right now, we have two different Batman going on. We have the Robert Pattinson Batman, and we have the, the um, Michael Keaton Batman, and Ben Affleck is returning as well. So we're going to have at one point three different Batman or three different universes or whatever. Um, I've made my feelings about Michael Keaton as Batman very well known. Um, I've never been a fan of his. I thought it should have been other way more people before him in 1989. But there's nothing I can do about it. We can't change Michael Keaton for all intents and purposes as Batman. I would rather him be a Batman Beyond. Uh, given his age, and the Dark Knight Batman should is should still be Ben Affleck because that was the first uh, Dark Knight Batman that was established in Batman versus Superman. I mean, the imagery, the uh, he had been Batman for 25 years, he was older, you know, wiser, beaten up, and, you know, the, the, the Doomsday fight, we had the leather, the uh, lightning strike image of the cover of the Dark Knight, so... That should be the Dark Knight Batman. It should not be uh, – but, again, I'm not writing it, so – No, dude, I agree with you. Ben Affleck was uh, – he was the best Batman on screen. He's my, yeah, he, he's my Batman. Don't be sorry. He's mine, too, and Steve Martin. It's just – it doesn't 
I just people are terrible, and he's like, eh, fuck it. And he yeah. should have stayed. It should. Uh, he was fine. I don't know what people want, Bruce Wayne. I don't know what people want. I p- people don't know what they want either. Well, yeah, and and now I mean, and especially be, speaking of HBO Max, now that I've gotten that game, while you rediscovered all your your Cartoon Network thing, I got caught up on Titans and Doom Patrol. So now, and in, if you watch Titans, there's another Bruce Wayne in there. Okay, and see, and for Titan season three, they're going to introduce their joke, their Joker. And for five years, and four years ago, we had Gotham, the TV series, where we had young Bruce Wayne. Well, guess what? That kid, he's all grown up now, and he's about six foot one, so he could play Bruce Wayne or jump into a Bruce Wayne at any time now because he looks like Bruce Wayne. Uh, so, uh, with DC, what I can feel the frustration. Uh, the DC fans, the same ones that Dan told to shut the fuck up or sit the fuck down or be the fuck quiet, I feel their frustration because they're so disjointed of, of their storytelling. What's missing in DC as opposed to Marvel, as uh, Foxy gives Baby Yoda an armpit full, is that <laughs> there is no what, Mar- what DC has not that Marvel does have. DC d- doesn't have a Kevin Feige. They don't have the one guy that can that is a, con, a constant in all the movies that will give you one linear storytelling. They came out before, prior to Damien's news, the DC Universe came out and said that starting like now or maybe after the Suicide Squad premieres, that all the DC content is going to be in one world or one multiverse. Oh, well, ju- congratulations for catching up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but again, they work back they work back to front. We're going to put everyone together first and then we're going to connect it all together. Whereas Marvel connected everyone piece by piece starting in 2008 leading us all the way to 2021, which would be a perfect segue for WandaVision, but we're going to stick with Michael Keaton being Batman. Um uh I love Michael Keaton, hated him as Batman, but still looking forward to seeing what he does. Or what they do right. with him. Well, actually, since you've already just brought up WandaVision before we go into the main topic, Craig, sure. you had yourself. You, oh, wait, we're getting, our, we're getting our, our monthly good night from the kids. Good night, kids. Come on. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I see you. This is our Godzilla one right here. That's the Godzilla fanatic. Nice. You're going to look at us in the show before. Good choice. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Godzilla's your hero, not your daddy. That's good parenting. That's how it should be. (laughs) (laughs) All right, boys. Good night. Good night, 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 kids. And the Mortal Kombat. Yeah, and then here's the other one. You can pop in your head and say hi. Hey. Hey. How you doing? One I used to. (laughs) (laughs) Master, good evening, Spawn. All right, good night, guys. Good night, Matt. That's the only thing for Royal Rumble. Yeah, exactly. You got Royal Rumble Sunday. Jesus Christ. Yes. What do you want? What do you want, blood? No. And wow, did time fly on that one. Man, I missed you guys. Uh, Once a month, again, you probably agree with me, it's way too many times a month to do this. Uh, So as we say our goodbyes, I'll pass it back to uh, America's favorite couple, um, my favorite soon-to-be authoress, author of the book, Tell Me How I'm Supposed to Be. Foxy, where can people find you? 
everybody can find moi on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Viva Foxy Foxy. That's V-I-V-A-F-O-X-Y-F-O-X-X-Y. If you would like to support my Patreon page for an editor for my upcoming memoir, Tell Me Who I'm Supposed to Be, hit up patreon.com slash Foxy Foxy and become a member with a monthly subscription at either $1, $3, $6, or $13 a month. However, if that is not for you and you would just like a one-time donation with the same kind of incentive, head on over to vivafoxyfoxy.threadless.com and check out all the merch I now have available based on the catchphrases I say on this show and all of my social media handles. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at dvargas802, YouTube at dvargas802, uh, Facebook page, uh, Damien Dragon Entertainment, and of course, Nerd Herders Rebooted. Now, just a cheap plug and cheap chilling here. We got merch now, though, folks. That's right. We got merch. Nerd Herders the shirts, Nerd Herders the hats, Nerd Herders the stickers, Nerd Herders the flamethrower, all that stuff. You can find that on our, our you go to our, um, bleh, you go to our Facebook page, right there, linked on the top is a button that will take you right to the Nerd Herders rebooted shop with the wonderful new imagery that we have adorning our page with our characters and memojis and everything like that. And again, there's a lot of really cool items, there's skateboard decks, there's coasters, you name it, it's there, there's shower curtains even just for Craig. It's just amazing. So definitely go on out. Get a shirt, support your nerd herders. We got book bags, all that jazz. So, yeah. Need me a shower up. curtain. Wait, reminds me to take a shower. Hey, Dan, what you got there? It's, it's, it's another Ecto-1. Wow. Yeah. I like hey, cars. Good tell. Hey, where can people find you, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> Let's try not to laugh when you fucked it up. Right? <laughs> 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 all social media platforms. At Dan Law, 83. Oh, that's great. You did Thanks. a really good job, buddy. I do. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Go back and play with your cards, okay? Okay. And uh, we'll be seeing you guys here next month, last Wednesday of every month, um, every Nerd Herders. And uh, that'll be our time of the month. Um, and we'll pass all the uh, nerdum and geekdom on to you. Uh, before we go, game, I just wanted to tell you, you're my Nerd Herder. Craig? You my nerd herder. Yes. Dan, hey buddy. Yeah. What you got there? You got a little car? Yeah. Guess what? Yeah. You're my nerd herder. Look, I got a little trap too. <laughs> I got a little trap on wheels. You're my nerd herder. Thank you guys. And for all of us listening and watching, all of you listening and watching, thank you so much for joining us for another month. We'll see you next month. Till then, for Damien Foxy. Dan Kalachiko and myself and the lovely and talented Amber. Bye-bye. Hey, this is a Total Package. Lex Luger, and you're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Check out In the Room. Every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Cassie Fist, Matt Grimm. And you know Ray there, too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. 
Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And didn't get uh, pregnant. I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with History, the voice of choice, and Killer Ken Resnick. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airlines cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have Adnan lost a lot of family in the... Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Taylor, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling with History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Stadium Journey, the worldwide leader in stadium reviews for the traveling sports fan, is proud to present the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Join us as we talk with prominent figures from around the sports world to discuss issues pertaining to sports travel and stadiums around the globe. New episodes air on VOC Nation Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Viquez, Dan Calachico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation radio network. Yo, this is Jerry Stags of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get ready to get nasty? Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network.